0: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you in, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95%
0: Christmas Hi, this is Chris from Leicester Till I Die Thank you for watching and listening Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year Chris. No, God, please, no, no. I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude.
1: Indeed, but just remember that, ladies. Uh, I am very, very cheap and always available. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, depending where you are watching us from. Welcome along uh, to the last day of 2022. Who can remember 12 months ago? sat here thinking, God, next year's got to be better, hasn't it? Um, was it? <laughs> hope it was for you. I can't honestly say that it was for me, but I hope it was for you. Um, I'd like to say thank you to Brad for providing me with a video of Santa dancing there. Um, he he, I know he, you know he he thinks he's 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 Jesus Christ, and he's not quite. So Father Christmas is the nearest thing, <laughs> nearest thing he gets to it. Mind you, that might be because of course we all know Santa Claus only comes once a year. Good afternoon,
2: Brad. How are you? <laughs> well, I was all right till you made that introduction for me, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you always empty your sack though,
2: don't you? Well, well, we're, we're not at the watershed. I can't I can't I can't say why, but yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have a good Christmas, sir?
2: I did, mate. It was a nice relaxed one. Um, as you know, I'm down I'm down south with family, so yeah, I've really enjoyed it, mate.
1: I, c- I can tell from the suntan.
2: I know, right? You can tell, can't you? You can probably yes. tell. You can probably tell. I've still got the signs of luck with my chubby cheeks going there. Definitely indulge <laughs> <endowed laughs> myself. Uh, uh,
1: you've, been, you've got the, the brisk fresh air, shall we say? If, uh, from, uh, well, but, but yeah. So if, if you were here, you'd be you'd be wet through from the bloody rain because it's all it's done all holiday. But uh, <laughs> still, a bit of time to go, and before um, that, just tell everybody where they can find you. Your link, as always, because obviously you're regular on the channel, Code Presenter is always in the description on YouTube. Just give a shout out to your channel.
2: Yeah, cheers. Uh, You can find me on Twitter. That's the best place to follow me. Uh, My Twitter handle is at FullTimeFocus. It's all one word. There's no hyphen. Uh, So follow me on Twitter on there. And YouTube channel is Top10Battles, where we do all things Top10 over there. I've got a couple of hosts that join me on there. You may know them, maybe in the comments, Dan and Anthony, and they give me their top 10s on a particular subject. There is a football quiz coming up. So if you're interested in a football quiz, contact me on Twitter because I've got a top 10 special football quiz I've started. I can't win them, Chris, so I might as well host them.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, <laughs> I was hiding behind before you asked me to get your yeah, own quiz because it always coming on my quizzes.
2: I know. It's the only way I get all the answers right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, good luck with that, because even when I bloody host them, I get some of them wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting. Yeah, bloody Wikipedia. I'll tell you, usually Manchester City. Uh, But good luck with that. And that's a quiz. Is it the same as the one you recently did, you know, along the top ten battles idea?
2: Yeah, yeah. So basically the questions will either include or involve the number ten. It's a bit of fun wordplay sometimes. Like one of the questions I had was like, "What what position?" I, I I did I've already done an Arsenal one, and I think one of my questions for Anthony was on the tenth of the tenth, two thousand and ten, what position were Arsenal? So you get the gist. It's a bit of fun, bit of a fun way to include the title in the questions, but it's uh, gets your brain going. So.
1: That's
2: a good yeah. job in having me on then. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> God, I've already had answers that don't make sense for the questions I ask. so we're all for it. Uh,
1: good afternoon, Mike. He says, hi, Chris, and happy New Year's Eve. And the same to you, sir. We always share the New Year in at home. How about yourself? I'm off to the next door neighbours. Uh, literally, I could go outside. Mm. My, my door is as close to the neighbours as i am to brad now literally the doors are next to each other so i how pissed piss they am i can easily get home and don't but, say a family's round so do not uh, uh, okay. <laughs> mind you i don't think they're into that sort of thing but uh, brad is um what are you doing for uh, this evening brad i mean i know that um, you know, the the, the, the nice club spot of the south in St Ives, you know, what stays in St Ives, what goes on in St Ives stays in St Ives, of course, but what are you doing?
2: Well, it certainly doesn't, it's St Ives, it's a go- gossip capital down there, but no, probably going out for a few few pre-drinks uh, with uh, with some of the family and then I'll probably just become a grandad and come home and uh, put my feet up, to be honest yeah. with you, and fall asleep before the new year
1: starts. To be honest with you, I said... Since obviously, I'm, I'm older than you, but New Year's Eve out doesn't really appeal to me. You know, you, you're paying to get into pubs that the rest of the year are free. Yeah. that You're then queuing at the bar an hour just to get a beer. By the time you've got it back to your chair, if you've been able to get a chair, half of it's gone because it's ended up down the front of you, your clothes, whatever you're wearing. Um Somebody said to me, because we're having fireworks down here, we always do on New Year's Eve, and we said, are going to go watch the fireworks? Look, good luck with that, has been pissing down all day, they'll be wet through, <laughs> it won't be going off anywhere. But, hey, we've got a map. we're not going to talk about that match, because that happened, that's gone, and we've played another match since then, thank God. So we can forget about talking about that one, but we will be talking Liverpool in a few minutes. We do want to touch on a few pieces of news. Um... And apparently we've well we've made an offer for the uh, Moroccan midfielder. And you know what, what's he called, Brad?
2: Uh, he's called Moroccan's midfield starlight midfielder. That's that's what I know. As I <laughs> his name gets you a lot of points on the Scrabble board. I can tell you that. <laughs> it one. Does well,
1: he's got a double Z in it, Azedine Owano. We'll just call him Asa.
2: Can we just uh, call yeah, him Asa for sure? Azzer. That's
1: That's exactly dead on. Azzer. Um the talking 27 million. Uh, it's in the Mercury. Leicester City make transfer offer for 27 million World Cup standout. Um, he's coming from Angers, so he's French. Well, he's not French; he's Moroccan. But you know, it's, it's a league that we we we, we plunder very well. Um, you know, the past few years. I, I'm just wondering, buying players on one tournament. Yeah. it's very hit
2: and miss. I know that's an obvious saying, but it is. I mean, there was, um, I think there was a Polish striker a few years ago. Um, I think it was at the Russia World Cup. Milik, I think his name's pronounced. Um, And he missed out on a move. And then he he tailed off afterwards. And obviously, you get some that are superstars and they they, they shine. But um, I trust our scouting system. I don't think this is something that they would have just yeah, they've been doing their homework on someone like him for a, for a, for a while, um, and I think unfortunately, whether it's January or the summer, it's probably business in mind for the next six months because we're no doubt losing one, if if hopefully not, but one if not two of our key players in that area. So it's good if we can get that deal done. It
1: is. It is. I, I'm, I can say, um, oh, what was he called? We we signed a Polish winger. On the back of an excellent, oh, your Bartosz
2: Kaputska. Yes. yeah,
1: yes, yeah, that's the one. And I mean, just look, you know, look what happened to him, so to speak. And I just, I mean, in fairness, I mean, they did get to the semi-finals, so he did. He didn't just have like a couple of games. Um, yeah. yeah, is he is he that right winger? That is he a right winger? Um, I believe he
2: can play across the midfield yeah he um, does
1: play in one in one of three key positions being targeted by brendan rogers so um um he had made it clear he's looking at a left back center back and right winger he didn't say he was looking at it all in one player though
2: well no but he does i mean to give credit to brendan he does like his players to be versatile it's become quite a um yeah. A good trait that a lot of managers want, don't they, as well? It's yeah. not just Leicester. Other managers want a player that can do more than just one role. We fucking need one if we're gonna keep playing a left and right winger. Yes,
1: we do. We do. Um the problem I think whoever whoever goes into that position are always gonna be Oh, it's not as good as Mare's Oh, remember Mares and he's you've got that albatross around your neck, haven't you, in that position?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I think the majority—I have to say majority—because we've with what we were discussing just before we came live. But the majority of Leicester fans have a bit of patience because we've we've had a few players like that, not just recently o- o- over our entire history. But it's like we've—you could say the same about Vardy. We know that people are going to have a weight of expectation that when he retires, Daka or Ianacho or both suddenly are going to have to score 20 goals a season in some people's eyes. And when they're not, they're going to be not as good. It's just part and parcel of football. But let's hope, we, you know, if we bring them in, you've got to give them a chance to settle and, and and become a success.
1: David says there, Helen, good afternoon, David. He can play across midfield, but he isn't an expert right-winger, to be honest. Versatility is okay, but I think we need an expert in one.
2: How <coughs> do I know <coughs> Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat
1: from last year. <laughs> that, to be honest with you, is making me sick, thinking that we could have got him. He wanted to come. You did say Lookman, didn't you, in the middle of all that conversation? Yes, yes, yes. That you? is what um, I, I, I said. And get, I get sick at the thought of that we didn't get him. But apparently now we're after the player that he replaced.
2: Yeah, which I think is unfortunate because I think you know, from the words and what Brenda was saying in and around the early stages of the summer transfer, you know, there was a lot of reports and a lot of words specifically about trying to get 15 to 16 million, yeah, four, I know, sorry, 14 to 16 million free. To, uh, you know, he was practically praying and and, and on his knees um, to see if he could pry something away on on the promise that we'd sell a player to make up that loss, but the owners wouldn't, Budge on that one, and that's why we missed out on Man, There's a little part of me that would love us to kind of go in for him in the summer. Mm. But he, Brendan said he wants, you know, Adam Owner is a player that needs to set a, a club. And uh, as much as I'd like to have him back, if we get his if we get his uh, secondary, I'm not too fussed with that. We I agree with the comment that's just go come come up that you just put up there, Chris. We do need an expert. Because, fuck me, I'm not relying on Perez. I am not relying on Perez as a backup.
1: Oh, you see what Julian said after the Newcastle game then? He was actually quite crazy, Perez. Don't worry, he's never coming back on the channel again. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) He knew that as soon as he said it. He said, you're not going to have me back on now, are you? Um, Yeah, I know... I know exactly what you mean. Um, and I did say to a lot of Newcastle fans who were saying they were gonna get Madison and I went, you know, any deal that they make for Madison includes taking Perez back. <laughs> that that that's gonna be that's got to be <laughs> yeah. passing <it> soon. <sighs>
2: Yeah, I mean, if we, I tell you what, if we're going to lose Madison in January, so that's the only way it's happening. Perez goes with him for free. That
1: was what I was saying. That was what I was doing. mentioning. Well, I could say, this Uwana, Uwaya, Uwaya or Aza, as we're going to call him if we sign him. Um, I think, yeah, he was. I think he was being looked at as a possible Telemans replacement. Um, I don't want to get into Telemans because who knows what's happening with that. But I do want to touch mm. on Madison, having just mentioned him there. I mean, the Newcastle fans, or some of them, not all of them, because most of them are pretty decent, but a small minority of Newcastle fans were probably creaming themselves when they saw he wasn't in the team to play them. I mean, I don't get it. He was declared fit by Leicester after the West Ham game to go to the World Cup. He was declared fit by the England medical team to go to the World Cup. I get it, he was maybe he was injured for the first couple of games. He wasn't quite right, so he didn't play. And then when it came to the third game, of course, he he wasn't match he wouldn't have been match fit or because you know he'd only had a day of training or so. So I get I get him missing all the group games. Then we get to the next games and you've got the arguments, well he should have played, he shouldn't have played. But that aside, he had that, he, he was in the squad, he was on the sub's bench for those two games, so you're technically thinking he's okay. He had a week's holiday in Dubai afterwards and then he's come back injured. I mean, what the hell is going on with him? Well,
2: firstly, Madison for a good three years now, has always seemed to suffer with niggly injuries, uh, especially with his knees. He has a lot of problems with his knees. Now, at at this moment in time, I'm I'm quite deaf, but some Leicester fans maybe need to either read it exactly. You say, what? <laughs> uh, no, but some some Leicester fans may want to go and either rewatch and I know it's daunting, but re-watch the either pre-match or post-match Newcastle, Brendan things because Rogers was asked a question and the journalist pretty much worded it like you did, saying he's come back from the World Cup, he was fit, I know he didn't play, but why is he not in the team? He's actually done another injury to his knee. He felt he was training, but Brendan's words were pretty much he he was training, um, everything was fine, and then he felt something, and that's why he went to see a specialist. So he was fit on his return from England duty. <laughs> it just seems to be like it's been for the past three years. It's an unfortunate reoccurring knee injury that yeah. uh, he's just not getting over.
1: Uh- that I mean, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair point. Uh, I just so glad we have got this multi million pound training center with an amazing uh health and fitness place because we bloody need it. You know, you look at the <laughs> yeah. again the injuries that we've got, and how many of these injuries? I mean, he's come back from the world cup, he's been training, and he gets injured. What um. is what is he doing, Brendan Rogers, in training? And he has got a reputation. And I think it shocked Fafana when, when when he was still with us, when he first came over, how intense the training is. We've got half the fucking team out injured all the time. And it's not all necessarily... I know a lot of the time it is down to matches, but it isn't always. What is he doing to them?
2: I don't, I don't know. And Leicester aren't the only club that get criticised. There's a lot of... Um, situations with other clubs that are saying the intensity levels the way they're being trained it's such a different game now compared to what it was like especially even as little as back as in like the early 90s and and, and 2000s the training intensity and the work they do is is unreal and i just i don't i don't know why they keep it at that level because it's clearly not benefiting anybody. Because you're missing key players and you're missing your depth players.
1: We did indeed. indeed. I agree. Just quickly moving through some of the players that are contract is up, and there's three I really want to talk about. I want. I'll start with a Marty. Um, they're talking to him. I would hope that he is given a new contract.
2: Yeah, I do. I look, I know a lot of people are his biggest critic, and I, I and I kind of agree to a way that I I'm not in the ascendancy or the delusion that he's he's like a good qu- good quality centre back. You know, he's never going to be up there in the upper echelons of centre backs no, no. but he is definitely vital to the squad because when the chips have been down. When there's no Evans, when there's been no French Judas Frog called Fafana, he's had to step in. Who's you know? Who's when so,
1: again. What a shame.
2: Well, yeah, oh my heart bleeds. Yeah, uh, but no, but you know what I mean. And he gets a, he cops a lot of slack, but. We, You know, these fans that give him a lot of stick, and he took a lot of stick off some fans for the performance against Liverpool, which I don't think he did too bad, to be honest with you. They don't seem to come out cheering his name when he's making elastic tackles and keep him, keeping the score to nil. So, I feel I, sorry I, for him, and I hope he gets the deal.
1: Yeah, and as you know, last season, I, I'm not sure if you did, I know I went for him to be my most improved player. And, you know, for me, he went from a, oh my God, why has he picked to Marty, to... Thank god of marty's in um Mike, yeah. go his visitors have arrived happy new year mate um have a good one uh, yeah like you say don't drink too much and don't do anything i wouldn't enjoy uh, doesn't leave
2: a lot to be desired does it
1: <laughs> exactly exactly and david says we hey, are marty you think he is good to very good depending on his center back partner yeah we've said the same about soyunchu though haven't we yeah i think you need like, like, you said, Brad. He isn't going to be, you know, a Robert Huth. No, but he's going to be somebody that you need if you've got two centre backs and you want a third one that you can rely on to come in and do a job. That's a Marty. That's yeah, a exactly, Marty. dude. That's, that's yeah. a Marty. I like that. I yeah. like that. That's yeah. um, <laughs> I did there. Can't myself that one. Um, I mean, I won't – I won't. well, I will mention it because it it made me laugh. When I was picking my team the other night, I did the preview show with Doug, and I picked picked the team that I would put out, and I put Thomas at left back purely because I got his brother bloody choice. Yeah. And somebody said, like, he had a horror show. It's always interesting because – Again, with with Julian Watts, the ex-defend Leicester City defender, he um, he actually thought Luke had what uh, Luke Thomas had had a good game against Newcastle as much as anybody had in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I put Luke Thomas, and he actually his guy turned and said, "Oh no, you can't put Luke Thomas. He's rubbish." Blah blah blah. What the hell are you putting him there for? Put a Marty there. And oh.
0: I'm um,
1: like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Have, have you, did you mistype that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: because. Amati um, um, is a centre back, right back, centre defensive midfield. Uh, he's never played on the left. Right
1: no, and when we had him, I said when we had you on the left, when we had him on the left at the start, so the, you know we had him on the left of the back too. He was we were losing. We, he wasn't very good because he can't play that role. And now you want to go and put him at left back. It did make me laugh, but no. Amati is one I hope does resign. Evans, now then, good Evans, Johnny Evans. He's 35. You know, he he he's he's injured that much, he's got a suite booked at the Leicester Oil Infirmary. You know, <laughs> they keep it clear for him. He's obviously not getting any younger. That's a bit of a Michael Owen statement, but he isn't. Uh, and a bit like Jamie Vardy, when you were out when you were younger and you're out and you come back after two or three weeks, now it's a month, month and a half. Can we afford to have a captain? And our main, which he, he is, if he stays, our main centre-back choice, hardly ever playing a game.
2: No, no, I don't think you can. It's not ideal. Um, I think the only thing that, that kind of sits on Johnny Evans's side is if you look at how Leicester have done business over the last three or three, four seasons, you know, we, we always say if you... And I know we've changed goalkeeper now, but if you were saying back in the day, it was you had um, uh, Andy King, you had Vardy, you had Hoover Morgan and Schmeichel, but the rest of the team were fairly young because we were producing youngsters and buying quite young talent. I think the only benefit you get from giving someone like Johnny Evans maybe a year extension, and I would only say a year extension. And maybe, and maybe a possibility of a coaching role offered to him afterwards is purely for his experience. You want him to kind of maybe do a Wes Morgan. Because Wes Morgan spent about two and a half years as captain and played like 40 minutes throughout the season. I think he got more time in the FA Cup final <laughs> than, than he did throughout the season. Sorry, did I cheer at that point? Um, but no, but you see what I mean? That's the only reason I would give him a contract.
1: I, I, I see where you're coming from. To me, keep him on in some capacity because of oh. his experience. And, again, uh, Neil from Beyond the 90s shot me down when he said, well, he can't do any coaching because you've got to get your badges first. I said, yeah, but if, he, if we keep him while he's going for his badges, then he can, you know, he can hang around the club, he can pick things up, which I'm sure he knows a lot anyway, but he's got the experience. He can maybe help out with the youngsters – Um, whilst he's getting his badges, but you know, we're paying him a lot more money as a player, and he's hardly playing. And I I just don't think I would not give him a new contract now. I would try and keep him on in some form, um, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd sooner have him on the coaching staff, in fairness, than where's Morgan.
2: Well, to be fair, I rather I was I was just about to make a similar comparison. Said he can't do no worse than Colo Torre did. Look how well his <laughs> managerial career is going. So,
1: yeah, i don't know. With How's you. he doing this weekend? I haven't seen him. Haven't uh, seen they, him. they
2: haven't won a game, and they, and and Leicester fans, they've conceded, I believe, three set piece goals, and he's only been in charge
1: for two games. I think maybe three. Maybe Brendan's keeping his seat warm.
2: Um, yeah,
1: well. Talking about defenders, the last one before we go on to um, the game uh, Kagwa Soyunchu. Now, strange yes. one. Yeah, I wanted, as soon as we signed Vase and we knew Fafana was going, I really wanted to see um, Soyunchu and FaZe together. Yeah. If, if only to see them both go up for a header and get their hair tangled. <laughs> somebody have to come on with a pair of scissors to cut it um but then again i wanted to see vardy and in together when we sign that and that very rarely happens um apparently he's not good enough for leicester he hasn't got the right attitude for leicester and yet uh, regular champions league quarter finalists atletico madrid think he's going to be good enough for them rogers what is going on with him
2: I don't know, because I've always been on the opposite end of the scale to you when it comes to Chu or Soyuncu, as our Brendan calls him. Yeah. Um, because I just, I, I cannot fathom that there's no smoke without fire, because he is the only player that consistently gets randomly linked with a team. It was Inter Milan, it was Real Madrid, now it's Atletico Madrid. I'm just waiting for the Sydney Warriors to come in for him and just completely <laughs> <of him>. <laughs> I don't know him, and I, I don't I don't want to speculate too much, but you don't know who he confides in, in terms of age and, and that, and, and you don't know what they're getting, because you do see it, and you saw it in his performances. When his head gets turned or his confidence gets shot, which we discussed, you know, when he had that torrid Euros and, 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 and had a torrid time going... I don't see a future here for so much anyone That baffles me, considering how he was in the first couple of seasons with us. I, the problem is, I'd never see him playing without face because they're too dissimilar. You know, the reason we like Amarty so much is because he's like, I need someone to be a bit more calmer, Someone's going to sit back just in case it goes wrong in their own half that can try and mop it up whilst... Phase goes forward and attacks and comes out of position if you've got Soyuncu and Faze on the same team you've got two ball playing centre backs and that that's where chaos ensues because they'll both find themselves on the halfway line they'll both find themselves getting beat with ball over the top and then they're chasing back in it's the defender's worst nightmare so for me unless Brendan's suddenly going to you know kick out Phase when he's down I just don't see Soyuncu playing and I, I I agree in the fact that Solentu is better enough. If he, he's good enough to go somewhere and be a starter. I don't think offering a contract just to sit on the bench and play a bit part is 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 fair on 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 him or potentially any youngster coming through because we've got a few centre backs that we've been talking about over the last season and a bit that are that are coming through and we're seeing out on loan. So. I, d- I just don't know where that's come from, that suddenly he's talk- in talks of a contract.
0: Well, I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, it's on... It's on there's very few sites you're going to... You know, I believe, to be honest with you, but I suppose the Mercury is, is one that you... Is, yeah. is really- but Brendan
2: did say it himself. This is from the horse's mouth, so this is a lot more solid, because Brendan did say it himself, that him and Amati are in talks for a new deal, so...
1: Yeah, no, and Amati, hopefully. I just... I just, I'm just thinking when we, when we've got money, you know, we're struggling to have money to spend on players. Although obviously we've got some left over from, um, from the Judas sale, but um, I just, I just, and we've got a good defense, and he is good. I mean, he came back from Turkey, having had that bad Euros. His confidence was shot, and you get that with players. You do it happens, um, even with the best, and. Yet, the season after that, when he came back from the Euros, the whole team had a bad season, Mm. (laughs) not just him. Uh, And he's not been given the chance, I don't think, to build his confidence back up since then. You know, it's like, did we say, let's drop Danny Ward after all those goals were going in at the start of the season? No, because mm. he's not a one-man player. And as bad as the defense did the season before, it wasn't just Soyuncu. <laughs> you know, it was the whole the whole defense. So I don't. I mean, I would like to keep him, but you know, there we go. Yeah, we will see. We will see what happens. If he goes, I wish him all the best.
2: Yeah. I I just mean, wonder if I just wonder if the idea is to try and get someone like that tied up for a two-year deal so they can make fifteen million off him in the summer.
0: Hmm.
2: Maybe that's like the, you know, because these, these, sometimes these yeah. players do it. We saw it with Maguire. He signed a new deal yeah. so we could get money for him. Maybe. We'll find out. Time will tell.
1: It will. It will. And Jordan is in. Uh, good afternoon, Jordan. How are you? Uh, beat us 2-1, but we had to score all the goals for you. How sad that? Christmas. We're <laughs> generous like that. We are. <laughs> we are. Okay. And to the gentleman who's popped in from Twitch offering me to buy followers... Um, walk-off in short jerky movements. Right, we're going to be talking Liverpool. <laughs>
0: the Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Yeah. Subscribe.
1: What a weird game, Brad. What a very, yeah. very weird game. And I've got to be honest with you, credit to Doug, because he did a, the watch along with me, and he, he didn't load at all. And a lot of the the Liverpool fans that I've spoken to haven't gloated. And I'm not having a dig at Liverpool here, but if, if they've beaten us and we've had to score both their goals for them, and they've got the players that they've got, the striker they've got, or the strikers in Nunes, in Salah, and it was two own goals, what does it say about the Liverpool team if we've got to do that for them? Well, it's,
2: it says quite a lot and although it did get posted but the thing that I shared didn't show my article part, I pretty much said that to the BBC and you know what, I read their reports, you know, they take from fans and they, the Liverpool fans were even saying the same Chris, they were saying we were, you know, Liverpool fans were saying we were so lucky, Leicester deserved something from the game, we were poor, Van Dijk's come out and criticised their performance despite winning and you know what? It's that old cliche in football. You never like to lose. But if you're going to lose and play like that, you can almost tolerate it a little bit. And yeah. that that game was just summed it up. I mean, if you told me before kickoff, Brad, unless you're going to score three goals and lose, I was waiting for a 5-3, or 4-3. not not
1: mm.
2: not a, Not a wild face double. And a two on the If you scored
1: a third own goal, would it have counted as a hat trick? Or if you would got one at the other end, I'm not sure how it works out. Well, it'd have been
2: it'd have been the most unfortunate hat trick. But I was there was a part of me, Chris, that was like ninety four minutes, get a corner and have yeah. him get have him do the redemption. But it it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. I'm afraid
1: it wasn't. Unfortunately, you're quite right. Um, but I. I, want, I said this in the, in the watch-along because I had a lot of people coming on and having a pop-up about FaZe. And I was very critical of him after the Newcastle game. But only on the Newcastle game. You know, I'm not saying that he was a bad player. He, he had a bad game. But then again, a lot of players did against Newcastle. But oh. um, at least he was getting in that position. Nine times that. I mean, he could not. If you said to him, here's the ball, and a 100 times cross it in and try and score that first goal again, he wouldn't be able to.
2: Nah. No, no, yeah. he wouldn't.
1: And the second one, I can remember Jeff Schlupp getting one of those just before I think the Great Escape. Where it hit the
2: yeah, road. against
0: Tottenham.
1: Yeah, yes, it was. It was. So I don't think I can blame Fez. I can't fault Fez. Face so for either of those those two goals, I think he was just very unlucky, and it's hard because he was at least making an attempt to clear the ball.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was, and and I'm 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 with you. I I sympathise for him a great deal. Um, I, I just I've been having a few chats with a few Leicester fans about it, and and I'm a little bit is. You have to look at the core of the problems, and it's the only way that first goal happens. I mean, yes, it's a freak of deflection, it's off the outside of its boot. Yeah. It's one of them you literally say could have gone anywhere. And the way Leicester's look is at the moment, it looped into the back of the net, unfortunately. And it had going
1: off the post as well,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know, sort of like the post helps us out about yeah. the posts are about as kind as the officials, but we won't talk about that. No, no, no. Um. But no, I did feel sorry for him. My only concern I have, and I think it, I think a few people maybe in the comments, I know a few less fans share the same concern as me, is I'm not questioning whether Danny Ward shouts or not, but not for the first time this season. A, 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 a defender makes a block or a clearance like that, without it being an own goal, and Danny Ward's yelling at them, and they turn around looking at him and music and go, I can't hear you. You're not I I I just wonder if Danny Ward maybe lacking a bit of self confidence. I know he, he he looked and seemed a lot more confident when we went on that lovely run of form before this yeah, before the World Cup. But I just wonder if he's lacking a bit of self belief in himself because it's like he goes to shout and seems like he's speaking very clearly, but it cannot be a coincidence that the likes of Ndidi, Amarte, Wout Faze, and probably others that I just didn't notice because the camera wasn't concentrating on them. That have turned around and gone at Ward like well, I can't fucking hear you, mate. I'm not hearing you shout, so you know, and I just I, wonder I, if that's playing a bit of a part well, in I some of the things.
1: Listen to it because obviously I couldn't have it, I can't have the volume yeah. for yeah. copyright reasons. So I had no idea. Now somebody actually said, and I think it was at half time, when they played it back, somebody in the chat said Ward shouted. Now If he shouted, A, there's a lot of noise, obviously, from the Liverpool fans. Mm. Was it not heard? But B, let's say he had – let's say – look at that. I could say 99 times out of 100, that ball goes out of play. Oh, of course, yeah. It's it's, it's It's a a corner. It's a pretty safe clearance, right? Yeah. If Faze hears it, maybe late, and he's committed to doing it. And let's be honest with you, as you pull out of things, you injure yourself. But how often do we say to defenders, "Just fucking clear it!" <laughs> from mm. Shouting, "Just stick it in Rosehead," which was, which in fairness, Hayes yeah. is usually good at. He doesn't know this simple. He boots it away, and you know, probably going through his mind. And let's face it, we've seen it from all different angles and got time. He's got literally seconds. He might think, "Yeah, you've shouted, mate, but I've got this. Let's just get it out the way because yeah. There's, yeah. There's obviously yeah. Liverpool players coming in." So. I can't really fault Ward either. And, I mean, in fact, Doug went to the Ward as his Leicester man of the match, in fairness. I don't know if I would have agreed with that. But I just think it was one of those that Faze thought that this is going into Rose Ed. And, like I say, nine times out of 10, or 99 times out of 100, that would have gone into Rose Ed.
2: Yeah. Um... I mean, he is a a no-nonsense centre-back. And, again, you do hear uh, stories from players where they type, they kind of shout something um, to you know, and and you look if you look at Wout well, Faze, he's obviously he, he is eye on the ball and he's ready to clear it. He's he he isn't thinking what's behind him, and even if maybe you know maybe he heard the shout and he's already in the motion to to try and put it out for a corner or whatever, or maybe he's just thought that could be a Liverpool player trying to trying to scam me a little bit. Because players do that. Players do do that. If they if they pick up on a little code word, someone shouts it and you leave it, what would have how much would have Wildface got criticized if he'd have pulled out of the interception and then Salah went, Ah, thanks very much, mate, that was me. Wow, one nil and scored it. Uh,
1: yeah. You know You know, and he, he doesn't know like you say, he probably thinks that Liverpool players are chasing him down Close, anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah, as David exactly. said there, he listened after the match with the um, Leicester team, OCFC.com team, and they said they heard Ward shout. So maybe Fox is still, f- f- face still figured I'm still near the ball, let me try to clear, which is what, yeah. what I said. You know, yeah. number one priority is you clear it. Can you imagine if he had said, okay, I'll leave it, and he had left it, even if say, it wasn't Salah that had, um, that had, you know, was shouting mm-hmm. it, but he had left it and then Ward had kind of hesitated, maybe, and a Liverpool player had got in and scored, yeah. he would have been absolutely roasted, you know. Exactly.
2: Um, and, like, and like you said, mate, a, a thousand times out of a thousand, that ball goes out for a corner doing yeah. that again. So, this one not
1: And the second goal, like I say, I remember Schlupp doing it, and, you know, Jamie Carragher scored two own goals at Anfield when they lost 3-2 to uh, Man United. So, you know, it, it's, every James, every time Carragher brings it up, it's going to be mentioned about his, so he might not do it very often. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look um, because it was a great start. But let's, before we get on to the Dewsbury goal and, and then the rest of the match, uh, let, let's have a look. Were you surprised at the team selection? Because I looked at that and thought, where the hell was Tielemans?
2: Um, I, I was a little surprised, but more since after the match, I've kind of casted my mind back to when Leicester played Liverpool, and it's actually I, I I actually thought about it. I thought, well, you know what? Actually, I'm not surprised because we do like to go in with a low block and play two CDMs. I think last year at Anfield and maybe at the home game, you know, you know the the English Mascherano, as 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 Rogers called him, we had Chowdhury and he play, which is is defensive minded midfielder. So. When I saw Samare and Ndidi, at first I was a little bit like, "Oh, Tillemans, that's a surprise. I thought he'd definitely play. But, it you know, it's something we do quite regularly, it seems, when we play these teams, is we, is we try and keep ourselves in the game or, or hope to find ourselves in a position which we were for 37 minutes of the game, where we were in front.
1: Yes. And I... <laughs> I was very. I, I did expect a substitute on the fifth minute so that I uh, had another defensive player on and Rodgers try and hold on to the 1-0 win for 95 <laughs> minutes. But hey, I jest, I jest. Now, I did have a bit of a discussion because to me, if a player finishes the previous game and doesn't start the following game, to me, he's dropped. You know, he's dropped yeah. to the bench. Apparently, though, I'm wrong because I said Vardy was dropped. When I when I put the team sheet out, and apparently no, he wasn't dropped because he didn't start the uh, the Newcastle game. But for me, I mean, you you know, it's uh, it's being pedantic as I accuse the gentleman of being. I was surprised Vardy didn't start because Dakar hadn't had a, a good game at all, did it? You know, now obviously he's injured. But I thought, yeah, I know, I know, it, it Vardy to start it this one.
2: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people were. Um, I know for a fact. I think it was, I think actually Doug said to me that Vardy always seems to score past them. Yeah. But, sod's law. And again, you talk about small things changing the, the momentum of the game. I, 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 I think that was where Liverpool really took control of the possession of the ball when we had to put Vardy on for, for, for Dakar Because Dakar wasn't actually having a bad game. He looked lively. He was stretching yeah. the Liverpool defence. He was, you know, they were playing a high line and and, and his wrist got the reward in the end. and it's so unfortunate for him because you you probably felt at that moment that if Leicester could have got second, they they would have won that game last you know, last night. We mm. would have won last night because we were riding the momentum and Liverpool were very shaky for that first 20, 25 minutes and it was just so unfortunate. And and it's almost worse because you talk about injuries that are occurring on the training ground and we and we moan. The training or whatever it is, Roger's got doing. Mm. What kickers when I kick kick you when you're down. He takes three steps. He's not sprinting. He's not doing anything, and he pulls up. And he's he's probably done his calf or hamstring or whatever. He's he's, he's obviously done something. Um, I don't think he was asked in his post match about Dacker, which was normally what you think you tend to hear. But I haven't heard anything. But you would assume that that's him out for probably. January if it's something that's gone in, in that area, which is which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking here. Um Leicester City suffer injury blow against Liverpool as forward hobbles off. Um <laughs> um the visit the the goal allison played a short pass to matip at which point Daka fell to the ground holding his leg he hobbled off the pitch near the liverpool goal and continued to walk gingerly around the pitch uh it is not known how serious the injury is um yeah but no then again yeah. it's no, yeah. the it, full page of about three other stories blown into one um yeah. Although David says he did hear Roger say it wasn't good, um, so we will we will wait to hear. But like I say, when football's like that, when you're down, it kicks you. I mean, we mm. were very we very lucky the fact that when we had played so bad against Newcastle that all the teams below us lost. So yes. Yes. <laughs> fingers, crossed, fingers crossed again for this one. Apart, um, I, I mean, I, I I still want us to go to up front. I know it will never happen, but i have got to be honest with you. I sat there after I'd got over the sort of "Wow, well, where's Tillemans and how come indeed in Somalia playing together." I sat there and I said to Doug, "You know, maybe, maybe Rogers does know a bit about what he's talking about because we we were the better team at the start."
2: Yeah, definitely. And again, if you if you think back and go, if you probably go and check the lineups over the last. Three games against Liverpool, and I'm talking league games, not so much the Carabao Cup games. But you'll probably find that we have played that way against Liverpool, and and we've been we've profited from it uh, quite well, actually. To be fair, uh, find ourselves in a you know similar sort of unlucky result. I think we had a few seasons ago where that dodgy penalty was given to Liverpool, and they won the game with like the last three minutes. So we always seem to have a plan against this sort of opposition. And you're right, you know, up until we got disrupted with the Dacker injury, we was comfortably in control of that game. And I, I know I, I unfortunately had to sit in the pub with a few Liverpool fans, but even they turned around and went, if you score again, this is it. We'll lose this game three or four. No, you'll, you'll wipe the floor of us the way you're playing. They couldn't believe what they were saying. And they even shook my hand at full time and went, you know what? Somehow we've won that game because we were dire, and it weren't all about all about Spurs's Eric Dyer either. They meant the performance, not the player.
1: <laughs> I mean, overall, I mean, when you know you watch that game, line, well, and we all watch the game, but you you couldn't, you wouldn't look at that and go, well, one team's thirteenth and one team's fifth. You know, there was you, you'd have to question which was which. But I mean, fair play to Thomas, and he he has a hell of a lot of criticism. Everybody says send him out. On loan, that was what that other guy said as well. As well as not as well as putting a Marty left back, send Thomas out on loan. I'm like, Well, who the fuck are we gonna play in that position then? <laughs> yeah. Uh Thomas and, and and um Greg made of uh, Greg Doug made the point when uh when he, he named him as as he's probably one of his men of the match for Leicester. He you know, he said he kept Salah very, very quiet.
2: Yeah, he did, and you know what? We have seen that Thomas is quite capable, and that that, you know today, you know, last night was a sign of his development, his maturity. Because the one thing uh, I I've always questioned about Thomas is he seems to lack the the mentality to handle the bigger games. With the greatest Mm -hmm. respect to um, you know teams that he's played well against, but yeah, he played really well, and I think we've got to cut him a little bit of slack. I, 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 you know, I'm one of them that feels that he's quite unfortunate because probably when it was optimal for him to go out on loan, you know, you know, like we did with Harvey Barnes, he yeah. couldn't go out on loan because he's in the same position now as he was when he played his first game in the, in the first team. We haven't got a left back. We haven't mm-hmm. got anybody, anybody there to, to allow him to go out alone. And like, and it's unfortunate in a way because I wouldn't want to set his confidence back, but I actually think he would have been a player that had the right players been there for him to allow him to do it, going on loan would have helped him a little bit. But give him a slap because he, you know, he was throwing in at the deep end probably two years before, well, Brendan even admitted it. Brendan even admitted it at the start of his career. Two years off being ready for Premier League and and first team action. And he was having to play every week or most weeks because of injury. So, I'm glad to see a very good performance because I don't I don't like it when we have a performance like we do against Newcastle and we single out individuals because it was a team poor performance that day. And whilst I think the whole team deserves credit for their effort last night, it's nice to know that when he does play well, he gets noted as well because yeah. he deserved it last night.
1: He did. He did. Uh Looking at the two other forwards, Oxley, Chamberlain. I mean Doug was just basically saying if he never sees him in a Liverpool shirt again, he won't be disappointed. But Nunes again, whether it was a Marty or Vez, it was in like in their pockets and I mean okay, he's not on the best of form at the moment anyway, but I think we could be, they could be playing now and I don't think they would score against us.
2: No, honestly, they really wouldn't. I mean the Uruguayan Andy Carroll, eh? Who would have thought <laughs> <Yeah>. it?
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: Love it. <laughs> uh but no, I mean that's that's probably why they've gone out and signed a ninety-seventh forward in that Cody Gappo because this one's just not done it really. He hasn't wowed them. I mean that Luis Diaz is is a far better player than, than, than this Nunes, and I just I just don't get it because you're right, Chris, you know, and it, it's so hard. It's weird and mad to kind of say because of how the goals came about. But the defence had an easy afternoon dealing with the Liverpool strike force to a degree. Yes, I know Liverpool had one or two clear-cut chances. But to a de- for, for the majority of that game, they kept what is supposedly one of the most fierce attacking line-up strike forces in the Premier League, you know, next to the absolute freak that is Erling Haaland. You know, yeah. we kept all relatively quiet.
1: Mm. I want to talk I mean the, it was an amazing start by Leicester I, I I was what well, I wasn't even picking it up on the screen I'm like and I'll turn around and because, because I had the graphic on on the screen and I'm watching it on the telly got the graphic on the screen and I saw it come up and I thought oh God we've conceded already and I was so surprised but he was actually voted by Alan Bennett, who does my, our, "Our Man of the Match" for "Lester Till I Die." He was voted, and I think quite deservedly, as the man of the match. That goal was as good against Liverpool as Almeron's was. Al-Almerons, sorry, Almerians. Almerons was against us the previous uh, the previous game. The, the, he just ran past the defense. The defense, it was like it was like the parting of the Red Sea almost.
2: Yeah, it was, and it was so good to see somebody just getting their head down, driving at it, and having the confidence to go. You know what? I'm not going to take my foot off the gas and wait for Dakar or somebody who's got more goals to to to, to pass it to. And, and you know, he fancied his chances. He was confident, so, right, so and rightly showing it was a great finish. You know, it's not easy putting one past Allison, one on one, and he did a great job. Although, and he, you know, you didn't hear this from me. Paris deliberately running 15 yards offside. Love it. Genius. He knew what he was doing, Paris. He wasn't being swat. <laughs> he wasn't being wet. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it does distract well, conf- the defenders, let's be honest with you. Uh, well, it
2: confused Liverpool, didn't it? Because the, the, I think it was Robinson that looked at Paris and kind of went, Oh, I don't need to worry about him. He's offside. They didn't really lie. And then Jews Hall almost went, Well, I've, I'm off then, mate, and just waved at him as he passed.
1: I know, I know. And fair play to Perez. He didn't even shout for the ball. He just said, leave me out of this. I'm offside, you know. <laughs> uh, but I thought he had a very good game, but it was, it was a fantastic start. And would you say, man, of the match for you from Leicester? I
2: think there's a few shouts. I think there's a few that went a bit unnoted. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Since his debut in the first scene Chris, there has probably been no more than three times where we have been sat here and not raved about a dewsbury hall performance yeah. you know and and this is this is a prime example of giving a player an extra couple of years to develop because people forget that jewsbury hall's twenty four I believe now isn't he I think he was twenty three and now he's twenty four that's the difference you know he's 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 um well, he's three years older than than Luke Thomas's, I believe. If not, uh, you know. So it just shows what that extra couple of years development does to a player. Because, uh, like I said, mine is probably three games where he looked a bit off the pace, or someone had an absolute belter of a game, and we didn't really talk about him. We've always found ourselves talking about this 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 man, and you know, we we are talking about all oh, Madison and all oh, you know Tillerman's from now until the summer or until at least madison maybe signs a deal um you know at least we've got a bit more faith and you know the future looks a bit bright you know home growing leicester born bread loves the club you know i'm hoping this is the next five six seven years of our midfield that he he will take that leadership over from and it's very promising because that was another solid performance and he didn't let the anfield crowd get to him
1: no No, he did not at all. Um, I'm just, uh, uh, would you believe uh, Gray has scored an equaliser against Manchester City? Wow. Well, Mm -hmm. Man United have beaten Wolves 1-0. Thanks, Man United. Uh, Palace have beaten Bournemouth 2-0. Fulham are currently beating Southampton with 95 minutes gone. Man City and Everton are drawing one all. Wow. And Newcastle and Leeds is nil-nil. Good God. Newcastle got hangover or what? You know?
2: Yeah, well, they must do if they're not already 4 up against the American soccer United.
1: Yeah. But well done. Well done, like you say to Dewsbury Hall. Let's just hope that uh, we can we can hold on to him. I mean, when you I know we talk stats all the time, but and I know they don't always reflect the game. Uh But it's a post-match game So we, we do have to have a look at them We don't have yes. to, but we do Because I say so <laughs> But I'm looking at this And I'm thinking Was well, this the same game? Um Now you can get stats from anywhere And to be honest with you I've got two or three stat slides ready I thought I'd go ahead with the Leicester City ones Um Possession yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's numbers, isn't it? It's, it's almost like a Brexit vote, that But 21 goal attempts for Liverpool, seven for Leicester. I don't remember them having that many shots, unless they're all going high-wide and not very pretty.
2: I think think this is my problem with these sort of stats. In terms of if you judge a game on stats, I'm not saying stats aren't good, because they are, because they help you kind of back up a statement sometimes. But 21 shots, I think there was a... I think there was a chance that Liverpool had where Leicester got about four or five blocks in, and that probably all of them probably accumulated up together. And honestly, I think Danny Ward made two saves. I honestly don't remember Ward having much to do all night apart from go for Fox 8 wow. Well. <laughs> um, probably yeah. once, yeah, but apart from that, honestly, a few block shots. Um, and, that, and that's credit to what they worked on in the training ground because there was a lot of shots and anger from, from the edge of the box where we were closing them down. So, in realistics, in terms of clear-cut chances, I think it's probably closer.
1: Mm. I mean, they did only, of those 21, they did only get 24 on target and we did manage to block 29%, which was the same as they blocked of ours. So, I, I don't think it was bad. But just to run through this, three whatever you know, big chances each, apparently – Passes 588 8 to 488, 8, touches 779 to 640, uh, tackles 18 to 14, and offsides 2 to 5. But looking at those first three, the big chances, the passes and the touches, you'd look at that and go, you know, you'd have thought Liverpool would have scored both their goals and won 2 1 comfortably. Um, but to be honest with you, we 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 get. I don't mind losing. I always mind losing. Let me just say that. But yeah, you know, yeah that we absolutely played. It was a completely different team to and, and performance to Newcastle, and yet we lost in a freakish way. Um, but had this had Salah got a, a, a brace and we'd lost two one, I'd have said fair enough, guys. You made an effort.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and these ones here are probably a more refined the, these are probably stats that i don't mind because they're a lot more refined because you're looking right there key chances three each i think that sums up the games i mean less it wasn't like it wasn't like we had a, a plethora of chances ourselves and that clearly shows by the fact that we only had three key chances um but it just shows that realistically in terms of glaring opportunities um We kept them down in, in numbers and we were evenly matched. I mean, you're talking a couple of numbers either side of it. You're probably expecting, because it's Liverpool, you're expecting them to make a few more passes, having more in midfield and we're chasing the game at 2-1. So, looking at them stats, it's probably more a fair representation of the game because you're going, oh, KG won, but Liverpool just edged it. And that's exactly how it was. It was a very good game that... Unfortunately, they just edged the chances.
1: Yeah, uh, it's finished. Fulham to Southampton one, uh, and Leeds. Fair play to Leeds. They hold. They held Newcastle at Newcastle to nil nil. Uh, Man City and Everton's currently one one, but it's still ongoing. Uh, I think. I think they're determined to try and hand the title to uh, Arsenal, aren't they? And. Um, it does mean, as things stand at the moment, that we still haven't gone down from 13th. We are still at 13th because nobody below us has got to win. Um, Kings of 13th,
2: are... you'll never sing that. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa.
1: But, uh, yeah, it's looking it's looking bad at the moment for Southampton. But before we go on to the individual player ratings, anything you want to discuss regarding the, the, the tactics of the formations at all?
2: It's it's, it's a difficult one because I think, in hindsight, being a wonderful thing, now we've been able to sit there and see the game, it's, you know, Brendan Rodgers probably got it right. Um, You tend to want to do one ploy at at home and and a different ploy away from home. And and you see the contrast in the way... um, we intended to go against Newcastle for about 30 seconds before they scored. And you yeah. saw the difference in intent, the way we played against Liverpool. We were happy to not see the ball against Liverpool. And, and that, that typified the goal. We we, we we dragged them into our half uh, and we made them have to push their high defence line up and, and, and got in behind for the goal. For me, though, unfortunately... Dak getting injured is a real spanner in my plans to what I would personally change to our shape and that is I would personally because you need a third striker for it so maybe you need to add a, an extra body to that shopping list maybe a loan just to cover it I don't know uh, but I personally would like to see us play a 4312 and you I would go with the deep line playmaker or ball 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 winner, and in indeed in the middle, I would have Tillemans on the right-hand side of him, Dewsbury Hall on the left-hand side, and I would play Madison as at number 10. And if you want to account for Dakar's injury, I would go with Ian Vardy start. And I know it sounds cruel, but because we haven't got a right winger, or in my opinion, and this is my opinion, I, I know there's some fans of Perez out there, and I'm not going to say anything else, you cannot play a left winger and a right winger where only one of them is top half Premier League quality. And Perez isn't, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, we've seen it many times before that Barnes has spoken to Alan Shurer. He wants to improve on his shooting. Why not have Barnes on the bench, as, as harsh as that might sound, but have him kind of train and develop in that number 10 slash second striker role? So if Madison needs to come off, he can come on for Madison. Or if Vardy comes off, we've got Barnes. I would go for a 4-3-1-2, and and that would be how I would go about getting Barnes still in the squad and involved. I just think it makes us more aggressive.
1: I've got to ask there, because again, this was another thing that somebody asked about. Uh, They asked me me a direct question, actually, Samore or Ndidi. And I didn't expect him to play both. So you've gone for indeedy in that lineup there. That you've gone, I must admit. And somebody said that oh, in, in indeedy was, was, you know, the future, but it's his time has passed. Now, I don't think his time has passed at all, no, it's not passed. you know. It's not passed. But I just at the moment, I, I think just Tamari is just playing reasonably well enough to hold on to the space for you know the place for me.
2: I mean, to be honest with you, it's just force of habit over the years to say Undidi. I would yeah. be perfectly happy with Samari. I think, you know what, going back to what you said about Man of the match, I think he was an unsung hero. I think he cleared up a lot in that midfield and, mm-hmm. and tried to get us on the front foot. So again, he's a player that is a bit unsung. So yeah, I would be more than happy with it being Samari in the middle. I just think whilst we're, whilst we're so imbalanced on our width, I think we need to... Honing on on controlling that middle and pushing through. If we can do that, well we'll 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 be good. I'd love to see what other people think. I just think that necessary gives us that progression from sitting deep to going forward. It just happens a bit further and a bit earlier in the pitch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. It's finished. Eleven minutes of uh of injury time was played at. Oh, oh! I've just realised. Talking of injury time. Cowabanda! I know it wasn't our game, but no, I don't need an excuse to be able to have to play the, the mutant ninja turtles. I tell you, Uh eleven minutes was at, uh, was at the Etihad, but it has finished there now. One one and. Um, Lester, I say we still. I mean, we literally are only four points off Wolves in uh, 18th, but um, you know we're still in 13th. It, somebody up there's looking, or you, in fact, you are looking very kindly down on us at the moment, Mr. Craig. Yes,
2: that I am. That's I'm. I'm the reason to hold it together. No one else. Thanks very much. I'll take the credit.
1: <laughs> right, we will be back and we'll be judging the players
0: individually straight after this. This is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: Have you been naughty or nice? (laughs) How dare you break wind before me? I'm sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. (laughs) I'm
0: loving it
1: and thank you very much to Brad there for the sound effects right <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we have all felt like that after a plate full of turkey and stuff haven't we right so uh, let's have a look so what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to give you the uh the option obviously as, as I always do to to say what you're going to go for but then I will tell you what the um if I can find it what the Leicester um mercury points were given uh, and i just can't find those at the moment which is typical um... about
2: far got an eight
1: <laughs> well at one point danny ward was um winning the bbc one as it was uh as it was the game was going on but i don't i'm not sure where he finished on the bbc but let's have a look and just oh god's sake press the... talk me through danny ward while i'm just having a look <sighs>
2: This this one's weird because it all depends. You, you know, it all depends on your opinion and speculation, and on if it was communication, is it bad luck, is it just one of those? People might say it's only a five because you know it's his fault; he should have been louder. And some might say you can't help that Wow Phase doesn't doesn't listen or whatever. Regardless of that, I actually think he had a very solid game. He commanded his box. He collected corners well. I'm giving him a seven, Chris. I think he what, what he could what he could control, he did well at. I'll I'll put it that way. That's the best way I think I can word his performance. What he had, what he could actually control, he did well. So a seven for me.
1: We was a seven. Not a problem. Uh, he got six from the Leicester Mercury.
2: That oh, I was, I was um, almost there. Yeah,
1: he got lucky when his first half clearance hit Salah. He did. <laughs> we did get away with that one. Although it's
2: the only <laughs> way Liverpool were going to score a goal themselves, weren't it?
1: Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the thing is, and I said, "Well, I hope he learns from that and doesn't do it again." And he didn't join the game. So Ooh. that's all all we can ask for. Um, our, our Belgium, Timothy Castagna, or one of our Belgians.
2: Yeah, um, I was a little bit disappointed. Uh, in Castagne. Defensively, I think he did okay, although um, he got he got done for pace and a bit of strength sometimes on that left-hand side. In fact, and Marty and others had to go out there and double up uh, at some points during the game. He seems sort to of have lost his aggression in, in, in kind of cutting in, which he used to do a bit. I remember that game against West Brom and Man City. He was cutting in and getting I think he got a couple of goals in that little run and and that, was, I don't know if that's an instructions thing or not, but he just seems to have lost that impetus and flair um, a little bit. I'm going to give him a six though.
1: You were going to give him a six. Okay, sir. Which is exactly what the Mercury gave him. Oh, less
2: than Mercury. I'm all weak. I'll take the job. Don't we'll worry about it. <laughs> uh,
1: Daniel Amati. I,
2: I, you know what? I've, I've said it. You know, I, have to, I, I rate him. I think he's more than good enough to be a part of this Leicester squad. Whether come next year that'll be as a first team or as a squad player, that we'll see. But right now, I'm fairly happy and confident when I see him on a starting eleven. I'm going to give him a seven.
1: A seven. He got a um a five from the Mercury.
2: Yeah, talking out your ass, Mercury.
1: Don't know what you're watching. <laughs> You could be saying that again in a second because we're looking at uh, the two-goal man. Got a brace. Unfortunately, he wasn't facing the right way when he got him. Vout phase. Yes.
2: Some say he's the uh, Leicester Marwan Flaney. Others say he's the uh, Belgian France Sinclair. All we know is, you know, is <laughs> normally nine times out of ten is more than reliable. I I kind of want to give him a sympathy seven, but unfortunately, unfortunate or not, them mistakes you get punished for being a goalkeeper, or a defender, at, 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 you know, in them scenarios. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a five.
1: Okay, well, let me tell you what the the Mercury said. A horror show. Most own goals are unfortunate, but Faze was entirely at fault for his pair, particularly the first. Wow. I, I, in which he ignored Ward's call. He was wobbly thereafter, playing Salah on side for one big chance and failing to clear for another. He looked devastated at full time. Wow, that sounds very harsh.
2: I, I can't say anything because me and Matt Piper are friends. So if he's wrote that, and me and him are best buddies, as you know. <laughs> so I can't can't say anything no, bad about no, it.
1: it it's not. This is um, this is Jordan Blackwell, and no, no, actually... well,
2: Jordan. Jordan, are you talking British, mate? I say that now. I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> he gave him two.
2: Oh, that's very harsh. Yeah. That is very harsh.
1: Quiet. Yes. It's almost playing to the crowd, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, god God. Oof. Okay. Um, Luke Thomas.
2: I'm going to give him a seven. You know, we've said it. We've been his biggest critic um, at times. I've been one that said he he's showing that he's still developing and still you know, jumping in the deep end. Um, but, you know, Liverpool, and he turned up. He played really well. He played a good part in the goal. I believe in the build-up in the midfield, he, he sprung the ball into the middle. Good game for him. Seven, yeah, very, yeah. very deserved. Very deserved.
1: I agree with you. I, I, I've agreed with you with all of these, to be honest with you, so far. Uh, Mercury gave him six.
2: Ah, uh, well, this Jordan Blackwell. He's hes not he's, hes not me, so it doesn't matter. We don't care for that. <laughs>
1: um, indeed, indeedy. How many would you give him?
2: There was a weird one because I didn't really hear his name on there. And I think Liverpool came at such a fast pace that anything that he did do happened in a split second. You didn't really get a chance to maybe admire it. But again, up until that freak own goal the midfield really dominated the game. And, and I, I'm going to give him a six because although he was a little bit quiet, I, I don't think he did a lot wrong because mm-hmm. Liverpool didn't do too much at, at, at a lot of points that game. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a six.
1: I'm going to give him a six. Oh. Uh, give him if you want. Mercury. Seven from the Mercury in Jordan. Given more freedom to chase Liverpool players rather than shield the back four, he was able to have a big impact on his return. Was biting at the ankles in the best way. He's I mean, six seven, you know. There's no, you know, real, um, you know. he six of one and often of the other. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> boo bakari Sumare.
2: I've, I've I've been ever impressed with him um, yeah. since he's been given a new lease of life at Leicester. I mean. We've said that about a couple of players at this club, you know, from obscurity to looking like he was leaving after 12 months to probably one of our most reliable centre defensive players. Mm. Um, done a sterling job when indeed he's not been available and, and he's currently been keeping about the team. You know, it, You know, this is the first time they've both played together, I believe, in the league game. They might have done in a cup game. I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't remember
1: them being together, which is why I was very surprised to see it, to be honest with yeah,
2: you. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, uh, there was one player that I have to give a mention to. When you see that many midfielders, I do feel a bit sorry that Dennis Pratt didn't at least get on the pitch, but yeah. that's that's a whole different topic. But no, reliable. Um, I'm going to match him up with his midfield partner. I'm going to give him a six. Very, very good. Very tidy in his work went about his his day and uh you know like like most of them very very unfortunate to be on the losing side
1: I think that's the first one you've actually agreed with jordan and uh, he said he's definitely getting better he moved the ball with see the me
2: me he, and jordan were best mates <laughs> <You are> now,
1: <laughs> are
2: you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not they a know, hypocrite
1: change don't they
2: <laughs> yeah, i know just <laughs> call me the um, lesser Pierce Morgan, mate. Without the
1: without the idiot. <laughs> oh, don't get me on that. We've had so many discussions about that over the Christmas and the New Year. <laughs> um, then we're looking at Alan Bennett's man of the match, Mister Dewsbury Horser.
2: I've, I've we've spoke about him no end this season. It, it seems like we're running out of plaudits for him. He's been that impressive. He took the goal well. He didn't look. He doesn't look afraid. He looks really up for it. He's a. He's one of our own. If he gets an eight, he he, he was by by far and away just brilliant. You know, he, he never gave that game up. Even in the ninety third minute, he ran himself into the ground for for the cause, and it's great to see.
1: Yeah. Um, and again, I think that's the second one where you have agreed with uh, Mister Blackwell. Uh, who basically says, excellent. Now then, Mr. Perez sits back and uh, hides under the table.
2: Well, you know what I say. Some some people say, God, you know, God loves a trier. But you know what? I've got to give credit where it's due. He might not be the best. I mean, well, I say he might not be. Personally, you know I think he's not the best. He's, and to me, you know, I think... A Southampton would more suit him for his level. No, sorry, I, Southampton I, I, fans.
1: I, I would say that you were one of his biggest fans.
2: Oh, yeah, me, me and Paris go way back. Um, yes. But you know what? He puts an effort in. when At least he tries. He might not be very good at what he tries at times, but he <laughs> tries. And I, 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 for that reason, I'm actually going to give him... I'm going to give him a... I'm going to give him a six...
1: I was told between
2: it. a six and a, I was told between a six and a seven.
1: Like a clap on yeah. me to this, isn't it? Like hey, yeah. <laughs> <"Hey, whoa." laughs> you give him a six again. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting boring now. You're agreeing once again with uh, Jordan Blackwell. Um Pat Sendaka didn't really have a lot of time to impress, did he?
2: No, he didn't. And and if you if you going to rate him for that 20 odd minutes that it was before he had to come off i wasn't i'm not exactly sure what minute it was that he came off i know it was fairly early i don't think you can give him a rating because he came off he looked lively but he only played 20 minutes before he had to come off and if i'm basing it off 20 minutes it's probably a 3 so i don't really want to give him a rating on that so i'm going to give him a, 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 let's put him in the middle put him on a 5 because he doesn't he yeah. was very unfortunate. He, yeah. You know, he's he's out injured. It's 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 been a bit of a probably more of a horror for him and and, and a setback. I'll give him a five. I think it's fair.
1: Indeed. And um, Jordan says he produced a lovely coach, of course he did. It was an assist from him for the goal, I believe. Um, yes. Yes. Injury off the ball. Of course, he he gave him a six. Uh, Mr. Barnes, sir.
2: I feel sorry for Barnes because at the start of the season we were talking about how teams are obvious that Leicester play down the left so they were doubling up, sometimes even putting three men around him. And the same sort of happened with Liverpool. Um, once Liverpool, by Hooker by crook, found themselves in front, he seemed a bit isolated and that's why for me I would maybe look to try and move him into a different role, go as that mm. second striker sort of thing. Because I think it frees him up. He can still drift out wide and pick up that ball, but he's going to be notoriously going through the middle. And I think we don't exploit his his direct pace enough. Um, So I'm going to give him a six because, yet again, unfortunately for me, Liverpool ended up locking him out of the game a little bit because he was a bit restricted staying on that left-hand side.
1: He got a five off Mr Blackwell. And yeah. the three substitutions,
2: Jamie Vardy. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Vardy a six. Um I know I know I know it was offside in the end, but you know, he made that run that played in Barnes that, that could you know, had he been onside and scored, it would have been we would no doubt be talking about a, a well earned point. But he still does what it is. He gave us that extra bit of intensity when it was lacking a bit. you could see what we're gonna miss. We're gonna and we are gonna miss it, um, when that day does come. But I've, I've got to give him a six because, um, yeah, he just kept going. He just did Jamie Vardy, did Jamie Vardy as it was.
1: Jordan gave him a five and it was quite a scathing of him, to be honest with you. Quite surprised there. Um, hmm. um, Mr. Tillemans,
2: I don't remember Tillemans doing too much, I don't know if he was. Sat a bit further back, trying to stop Liverpool get a third to allow us to try and hit them on the break. I, I, I could maybe you could maybe look at that and say there's not really a lot he can do when he's he, when he's been asked to sit deep. Um, I give him a four though. I didn't really notice him come on. To be honest with you, I didn't really notice him on the ball.
1: Four, um, five from Jordan, but he agrees with you. He perhaps didn't have the impact Rogers had hoped for. He played a few nice passes, but nothing to really split the Liverpool defence. And, um, yeah. Kilechi, Ian Acho.
2: I'm, I'm gonna give him a four, but I don't think he had the worst of appearances. I mean, you're 2 1 down against Liverpool, they're controlling it. He's you're not really gonna see much of the ball with how they play. But by Christ, if we can't fix it in January, I feel sorry for Coletzi because he needs to be on that pitch in the front too. Because we did see, yet again, we saw sparks of what he's capable of when he's got a strike partner.
1: Yes, yes. He's doing. He got five off um, Jordan, who again was critical of him. He hogged the ball a little too much. He didn't move it quickly enough. Not been on the same wavelength as Barnes cost City a good chance. Wow. Um, he uh, got out of bed the wrong side didn't he a bit Jordan on this one <laughs>
2: yeah good could I god, I, bet it. I mean first off he's giving welfare zeros and ones and twos and now he's now he's kicking in the sub bench while they're down <laughs> I <laughs> I know, it, I
1: know. oh god it, it's like um, it's like yeah yeah. go go go, go, go and have a drink <laughs> maybe the rest of us were just relieved to get a decent performance after Newcastle but yeah. um. Anyway, we're just going to clear the screens and, again, we will be straight back uh, after this.
0: Hi, this is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Happy New Year.
1: God, it was too quick for me. I should have played... There we go. I should have played uh, a longer jingle. Um, Let's just see what people were saying in the chat. Uh, Matty's in. Good afternoon, Matty. Just drew with Leeds. Our worst performance of the season, for sure. Longstaff and Chris Wood can join Leicester for free. Um, like I say, mate, you know what? Has-
2: I would take Chris Wood back. I would take him back to sit on the bench. I mean, at the night. I honestly, honestly, Chris, sit, mm-hmm. stick him on the bench. He can't do no worse than having only one striker on the bench this You're season. Right, if that yeah. is after so two months. That's
1: so. the point. I'll tell you what, Matty, we'll take Chris Wood off for you if you want to swap him for uh, oh. Mister Perez.
2: Yeah, and and and, and, for, and for fuck's sake, Matty, could you not have put in your worst performance on Boxing Day?
1: I know, I know, that was a bit like, have, you know, not only yeah. has Matty stuck the knife in there, but I do think he's twisting it a little bit as well.
2: <laughs> oh well, maybe, maybe, yeah, 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 maybe, but oh well, Matty, someone else has to do it for us.
1: Big sin. Uh, big up Chris and Brad. Happy New Year to you both. A happy two New Year to you as well, Anthony. Hope the missus is getting on well with the Fenfresh. Uh, he said he's told Brad his man of the match. Knowing Anthony, it's probably something that's sarcastic like Perez.
2: Yeah, i didn't say nothing.
1: <laughs> How did Bristol oh. you get on, by the way, Anthony? Um, for me. Kieran we was man of the match, says David. Close second, Thomas. Uh, I agree. Uh, David says I didn't feel sorry for um, Thomas. Sorry for Barnes. Sorry, uh, he had no many. He had too many chances to unpass Arnold, and he chose not to. Sorry, he is too infuriating for me. He does the same damn thing over and over and did nothing.
2: Ooh. No, i, I no, and, and David, David's right. I was a little bit frustrated with him as well because sometimes. You know, it is almost like he switched off because he wasn't able to get the ball or get down there. And that's why, David, I said, I, I maybe think we need to freshen up his role within the team and and, and use his direct pace. Because as a striker at number 10, he's running at the goal directly and not having to decide to cut in. He maybe needs something to freshen him up because I, I, I use the word feeling sorry for him because sometimes he gets isolated and gets ganged up on because we can't go down the right because we have Perez on the right. But I get where David's coming from.
1: Yeah. Um, kicking off in five minutes, Anthony, uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. Uh, after Man City drawing, I would imagine you've got the champagne out in the Arsenal dressing room. Because they like to celebrate early, don't they? Uh, <laughs> it's called <got, it's> <laughs> a mature celebration, I believe.
2: They are getting an early and early season. It was February yeah. when we won it. Now it's yeah. early December.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Of course it is a problem premature celebration As indeed is premature ejaculation And I went to my clinic about that today It's tomorrow apparently Um, (laughs) For God's sake (laughs) I've got to give myself one of these Only because I've not done it yet today But I've got to give myself one of these Uh, Scott is in Good evening Scott How the devil are you? and i've just lost his comment let me get it back it's up there good evening all hope you're all good as can be as good as can be yeah uh, david uh to me now the yori or nato did much to improve us so at most a five for both well
0: mm-hmm.
1: i've got to be honest with you i was going to say that is it for the year the year that saw the hegan no, the hegan the megan and harry documentary come out but for those that haven't seen it yet you can also on channel four on all four catch up, watch the Rooney versus Vardy court uh, proceedings. And I've got to be honest with you, it had Michael Sheen in it, and it was bloody rubbish. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Two hours in my life, I won't get back. Tell you what, I'd sooner watch us play Newcastle again. Rather than having to watch
2: them two hours, I'll tell, tell you what. In the summer, we should just stick all four of them in the jungle, shouldn't we? So, so no, I'm a celebrity, so I'm a footballer, get, I'm a footballer's wife, get me a hand of here. Or, oh, oh,
1: I'm a footballer's wife, leave, leave them in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe,
0: maybe. <laughs> but um, what, is,
1: what is coming up next?
0: Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV.
1: I think for both of us, it's having a drink, but uh, Monday night at nine o'clock, we will be for the Prediction League, which I'm going to go off and top up now with the games that have been played today. Um, Brad had a good week last week, and it would be remiss of me not to mention that especially after he picked Belgium to win the World Cup.
2: Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to that one. I knew you was going <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> well, you can't get any praise, you know, when you do it so bad in the other ones. Brad, have a great New Year, mate, and I will see you Monday at 9. Mm. Have a great celebration down there with your family. Mm. Like you say, it's St Ives. It's the porn capital of uh, the South Coast, I believe. <laughs> don't know where I've read that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. yeah. Cheers, mate. and uh,
2: It's been good to come back on, even though I, 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 can't, I can't help but not do these shows. So no. I, I do love doing a nice post match. I'll be looking forward to keeping a predictions trophy. Get that get shine up for me, mate, and I'll come and collect it in the new year. I'll, I'll do an Arsenal. I'll come and get it before I've won it.
1: What I, do what, I, I will spit on it and rub it just for you. <laughs> I sure you It's a good night for me
2: and it's good night for me.
1: Good night.
0: Hi, this is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Happy New Year. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Thank you for watching. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
1: That's all, folks.
0: Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Item two, or uh, I'll be back. Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participate in restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.